0: I've seen things you people wouldn't believe attack ships on fire off the shit of Orion. I watched Sea Beams glitter in the dark near the Tannhauser Gate. I've also seen this movie called Bad Ronald like 15 times. It was dope.
1: To film, television, pop culture, it's where you find it. another exciting episode of entertainment landfill news i am your host the jaystrom and i'm here to talk about film television and pop culture news type stuff and i don't do the show alone i do it with steven the pop culture zealot. Hey, what's happening hello steven how's well, it going it's
0: going great it's so sure. good to hear from you today i know it's good to hear from good seeing you too my friend How are you doing, sir? It's great. Have you
1: been doing well? Very well, sir. Nice! You know, I saw that, uh... Do you want to tell anybody about a new purchase you made, or...?
0: Oh, my new hot rod. Yes, I bought a new car. The
1: last time we did a show... Whoa, that's the sound of it right there. Pretty sweet.
0: The last show we did on my way home... Yes! The old Xterra... Blew a timing belt, ooh, and I was stuck on the side of the road for an hour, at least.
1: That sucked. Uh, because I remember you, uh,
0: and and I kept hearing horror stories from other people. Tell me, oh, the timing. One of my coworkers said he had an exterior. He said, with the timing belt, it just fried the engine. So I was just like, oh, I guess I got to go buy a new car. I didn't even think mm-hmm. to go. You know, it's like it's just ruined. I know yeah yeah. It
1: is. Well, what's funny, you texted me that night, like, you know, as soon as the show was over, you and I like talked for like a long time after the show. And then you left and I went and got dinner or something, a late dinner. And when I came back, you said, I broke, I broke down. And I was like, where are you? And you're like, I'm on the highway about. A mile from my house, or about something like that. A half a mile from I the was, exit. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, "Do I need to come and get you?" And you were like, "No, my brother's coming." I was like, "Holy shit, that sucks!" You know, cause I you... just like
0: letting people know where I'm at in caves. Yeah. You know, it's like
1: because I'm horrible... waiting on my brother. The bad thing about it is that you <laughs> fly on an airplane Friday, land in <laughs> Texas, come over, do a show, and then break down on the way home. It's just like I'm tired.
0: You know, I, I bet you're go exhausted. To bed. Yeah. Now I, mean, I gotta get up early, go look for cars. Which I've been looking for about two or three years looking at cars and mm-hmm. thankfully my job I rent cars weekly, so I try different cars. Yeah, yeah. And I'd been I've been debating between two. Mm-hmm. The, the new a new Camaro, a new ish Camaro, not brand new, because my car is not brand new that I bought either. And the Challenger.
1: Yeah, Dodge Challenger. Both
0: kind of sporty cars. And yeah. I was like, I, and I was I, I, a
1: little I, surprised by that because you've driven an Xterra for so long. I figured you were more into like a the SUV, SUV type of vehicle. Well, I
0: bought that for work's sake. Mm-hmm. I had a pickup truck before that, and mm-hmm. we kept having to haul equipment. Yeah, and I'm trying to think
1: of the car you had before that. What did the it look Nissan like?
0: Frontier pickup?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it red? Black. Black. Why, why am I not remembering I remember the this? red
0: one when we worked together. I had a red Chevy pickup at MJ's. Okay. That was a long time ago. I remember even longer. Oh, I had the Toyota red one, too. Okay, yeah.
1: That's what I'm thinking of. That's well, the
0: one when you lived over those apartments, it got broke into.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember even longer. Did you not have a... Uh, shit, I'm blanking i had on a
0: lots of cars, Look, or...
1: What is the car? That, an El Camino. Uh-huh. Yeah, I the remember El when you had an El Camino. An <laughs> El Camino. I remember every once in a while some guy would like, we would be like going to Subway and walking out, getting in the car and the guy would go, hey man, how much? How much you sell this for? <laughs> and I'd be like, why do people want to buy this? But pe- there's like a m- people who love El Caminos yes, out there.
0: there's a market for those.
1: Things. Yeah, so like, how much for your El Camino?
0: It's <laughs> not for sale because it's paid for. I don't have a payment. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so you buy a Dodge Challenger...
0: It so,
1: so, doesn't sound like so, a
0: challenger. So, so, <laughs> so I, I want either an SS Camaro or the RT, right? Challenger and sweet uh, and um, price comparison wise, the SS is about ten thousand more. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm going to cut my losses on that, and I'm going with the the See, Challenger.
1: We had just recently gone through that because we got a new Equinox, and you know. I wanted to go up one tier from what we had before. Like, I'd like to have the screen navigation in that. But then they're like, hey, let's show you this model, the even more expensive model. And you're like, well, this would be nice, but no, let's go back down. Yeah.
0: So, uh, you know, I'm calculating the payments in my head and going, okay. Not that I couldn't afford the, the more expensive car, but, you know, it's just like... Just rain it down. Don't go crazy. Yeah, yeah. Don't, you know. You want
1: to treat yourself, but not go crazy Yeah, kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I don't want to be just totally indebted for a car. Yeah. And so, I mean, technically, really, that car cost as much as my Xterra mm-hmm. did when it was brand new. I bought mine that one brand new off the lot.
1: When you broke down on the side of the freeway, did you immediately say, "That's it, I'm getting a new car"? Was it like that? Like, have you had a lot of problems with your Xterra over no, the I've years? No, I haven't
0: had a lot. I've actually, I've taken really good care of it. Mm-hmm. So, and, and but, like I said, yeah, the, I figured so. Um, I mean, hell, it's 14, 15 years old. I'm
1: trying to think so. of what on our Equinox. What was it? The catalytic converter or something but anyway they were like it cost $5000 to fix I'm like we're trading it in I'm not paying that you know
0: it's not muffler shop it wouldn't have cost that much
1: Yeah it's like we're not paying for that Um you know I remember the worst breakdown I ever had was when we first got this house and we hadn't moved in yet and we were coming over at night we were still in our uh, apartment in Fort Worth And we'd drive over here. Like, I would work and come over and we'd paint the walls or whatever.
0: I was coming over and helping paint too a little
1: bit. From time to time, yeah. yeah. And so we had, like, basically till the end of the month, we needed to be out of the apartment. So we were, like, trying to get things in order here. And my, uh, I had that Celica Supra, the 85 Celica Supra, and it had an oil leak. And um, I knew that I could either you know, go buy a quart of oil poured in there, or I think it's going to be okay. I don't think all the oil is leaked out of there or anything like that. So on the way home on two eighty seven, I heard the dur, 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 dur. and I was like, Oh God, this isn't good. This isn't good. And I was like, mayday, mayday. And it was like, dur, 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 and it like that engine seized up. I knew I'd like crack the engine block or whatever. There's no oil in the car. And I was just like coasting and I was pulling over the side of freeway. And I was like, it was like going down and in a ship. Like I was like, mayday, mayday. You know, this is back in the time where no cell phones. I didn't have a cell phone. Heather was didn't have a cell phone.
0: phone. I was going to ask and you. And it was
1: 287 in the middle of nowhere on that. And I got out of the car and I'm not kidding, pitch blackness. There were no street lights or whatever. <laughs> and I was walking and picked pitch blackness on the freeway. all i could see was when headlights would come by with cars and i was walking for a while and i could hear dogs barking and i was like god i hope those dogs are behind a fence or something because it was I'm about so scared. by
0: wild dogs
1: and uh <laughs> i remember finally walking onto the street right there i don't remember what it was lancaster or something out there i don't but and there was like a liquor store and there was like all sorts of like kind of uh you know, sketchy the, denizens. Was that
0: adult bookstore there? Was that there? Um, I'm trying to think of what street log, that is. The, the log cabin, the Kennedale.
1: Oh no, no, it wasn't. It I, it was further down 287 like in yeah the oh, poly area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. And so I was walking towards this liquor store, and I'm like, I'm gonna have to go in this sketchy ass shady place. Yeah. I don't even want to walk by these people. I'm scared. And I swear just right then a cab in the parking lot as I was walking drove up and I go <laughs> and I go, Hey, can I get a ride? And the guy was like, Sure, man, I'll be in. I was like, Oh, thank Christ. <laughs> and I told him, you know, my address and I was driving there and I was like, I don't have any cash on me. And I was like, You take credit cards, right? And he's like, Yep. And I was like, Thank God. And I remember walking up the stairs, like knowing my car was dead. Like I was screwed. My car wasn't broken down. It was dead. Like it was gone. There'd been a death in the family. (laughs) And I was walking up the stairs and I remember I could see Heather through the window. She was in the kitchen, uh, wrapping, uh, plates and glasses in newspaper and putting them in a box. And I remember just standing there, like looking at her through the window and I'm like,
0: uh, I, just, you
1: <laughs> I go, guess what? What? Where have you been? And I was like, oh, I was walking down 287. And it was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, my car is toast. And I remember I had to have it towed and I didn't know what to do with it. And uh, it was kind of a really dumb decision I made, which was to replace the
0: engine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> So it was like $3,000 to replace the engine. And I had that done. And, uh, I did it mainly because I love the car so much. Mm. What I should have done is use that $3,000 and just put down money on a car. Put down payment on a new car. That's what I should have done. But back then, you know, don't have a time machine, young and dumb, young and dumb make poor decisions. And, uh, I mean... I had a car running again within a couple of weeks, but still, uh, probably should have bought a new car. Cause I remember not long after that, we sold that car to Heather's cousin. Uh, no, it was a while. It sat in my driveway for a while too, but yeah. So you decided I'm going to just get a new car.
0: Yeah. My, my brother came that night and I said, do you got a tow strap? I'm, I don't want to leave it on the freeway. My truck is black it's on it. It's just on the other side of an overpass. Somebody yeah, swerved a little bit out, it. just a little bit. And I wasn't sure so about wrecking into the car. I didn't want anybody to get hurt. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like that's fine. My, if the if the truck gets wrecked, it gets wrecked. But you know, I don't want to be responsible for somebody just kind of yeah, swerving yeah. and hitting that. So I felt a little bad. You know, I would feel bad.
1: Very understandable. Was so, it easy to tow?
0: Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I, but you know. Mike and I, my brother Mike, is uh, he's towed me lots of times. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's pretty handy. I've with that had kind of thing. the
0: old, I've had old beaters, you know, all my life. You know, I have a but memory, I, but it's been a long time since. So it's like you're trying to relearn how to do that because it's like I haven't been towed with a tow strap in 20 years. I have I've this, had decent cars for more than 20.
1: I have this vague memory of you and I being stranded before in your car. It might have been the El Camino or one of those cars. El
0: Camino never got stranded, I'll tell you that.
1: Maybe it was the Mazda or um, something.
0: The RX7? The RX-7? I don't
1: it was something and I remember you calling Mike and you and I were just kind of we gone to Blockbuster and we were about to get food and we were just kind of stranded and uh, I've never seen you mad before but I remember you just kind of like punching the steering wheel <laughs> and you're like let me go call my brother again before cell phones you had to go inside. So he came out there, and I remember him, like, just lifted, he did something, and the car started, and you were like, well, didn't you try that, Steven? He were like, shut up, or something like that. Or <laughs> we like, come on, and we, like, just drove over to my house or whatever, but I, I vaguely have that memory or something. Yeah. It happens.
0: But, yeah, I've had, you know, so this time he pulled it up and just parked it right in front. And you I, know, most so I recently, called him up the next morning, and I like, hey, i <laughs> I found a car online I want to go look at, we, and he came over, picked me up, and took me to the lot, and I was pretty sure I was going to buy it, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it was the right price, it had low miles, you know, mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, went and looked at it, test drove, it. I was like, all right, I like this, and, and uh, it was... a well, it's four years old, so it mm-hmm. didn't have the new little weird check pattern on the seat. Uh, everything's really dark and black and dark gray on the inside. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, and the tent window, I don't have to mess with tent. It's great. You know what's funny is, you know, you see
1: on TV shows or whatever when you go buy a car, you know, it's just like, hey, I'll handle this. I'll talk to the guy. And you're supposed to, like, look around a little bit, but... Yeah. When we, when I told Heather, I was like, we need to just trade in our Equinox and get a new one. You know, I knew I liked the Equinox and I wanted to just get another Equinox 2019 or whatever. And I was like looking online, I go, here, this one, this is one we should go for. And we'd had a black one for a while, but I was like, let's get a gray. Mm -hmm. And when we went on the lot, the guy was like, Hey, what do you want to, do you guys, what are you guys interested in? And I go, the 2019, uh, Chevy Equinox and I went in a gray, and he was like, oh, okay. And he was like, took us over and he goes, what do you think of this? And I was like, forget that. What is that color? And it was midnight gray and kind of these little specklies nice. on it. And yeah. I was like, that's the one I want. And he was like, oh, okay. And he's like, you sure you don't want to look at some other stuff? And I was like, oh, "Yeah, let's look at a few other things. And then we went back to it, but it was just like, I kind of felt like. I guess I just knew what I wanted exactly, and Heather yeah, was kind
0: of that way too. Wanted
1: that too. There was one white one that was kind of nice, and we were kind of like, eh, no, we don't want white.
0: So, I, so I went uh, last Saturday. My plates finally came in. You know, it's hard for me to get over there traveling. Mm-hmm, so I yeah. got there Saturday to pick them up. And uh,
1: any thoughts and, on and, a custom and, license plate at all? Uh, no, no, Vroom or something. Um,
0: so I, I go inside, and the guy who did the dress drive with me. I'm like, "Hey, I'm here to pick up my plates." And he it took him a second. He goes, "Oh, Challenger guy." He goes, "How are you liking it?" He goes, "Guess what? We got the we got the big, <laughs> big dog on lot now. The big Challenger. The the uh, the uh, what's it the called? Decked uh, out RT one. No, 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 not the RT. The Hellcat."
1: Oh, the Hellcat! Yeah, the 800
0: yeah. horsepower goes. You're <laughs> 800 ready, horsepower. You ready to trade it in and get the Hellcat? I'm like, no. Wow, 800 horsepower! I was like, I was like, I don't need an eighty thousand dollar car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
1: like, ah, oh, going once, going twice. Okay, you're not interested. I
0: was like, no, I'm fine. I just let me get the license plate and get the hell out of here <laughs> before I let me put the blinders on and walk. You know. That's funny. So, but I didn't even see it. You know, he goes, it just came in. You know, what's like, funny the day is, before, um, so I guess they were, hadn't even cleaned it up and brought it out. He would was you, ready just to show me. Would right? you
1: call it a midlife crisis car? No. Cause I, I mean, has anyone I, called it that? Yeah, like yeah, said, yeah. Oh, Steve, midlife crisis. Yeah. You see what you got? Little hot rod. But um, I would
0: totally, I, I mean, would, when I was young, I couldn't afford. Yeah. 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 The insurance or, or the car. Treat yourself.
1: You know, it's funny for years, you know, now, cause we live in the same school district that I see, I saw this Dodge Challenger waiting outside of schools with me, you know, I'm sitting in the car and it said Dr. Doom on the license plate. It's like this black Challenger, just like yours, but it had some racing stripes. And I would look in there, the guy, he's like, you know, he's like, I'm Dr. Doom or whatever. And I always laugh at that because I would see it like I, I every think day. If
0: I did the 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 personal plates, and it was something kooky or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, then yeah, I would say midlife crisis. If I did, here's, you know,
1: here's the funny thing though. Recently, I saw Doctor Doom again, but it wasn't on a Challenger anymore. It was like on a, this little hatchback, and
0: so he couldn't afford the Challenger anymore.
1: He traded in, I guess, for a family vehicle or something. <laughs> And I was like, can you do that? Can you take your license plate with you on another car, apparently? You're
0: paying for the... private plate yeah
1: oh okay so
0: but I mean, you have to go get it re-registered and
1: i remember just seeing hey there's the dr doom guy oh step down <laughs> like ah it's like you know go on the crx hatchback <laughs> yeah like ooh, that's painful <laughs> dr doom wouldn't be caught dead in that car
0: <laughs> that's mrs doom's car. but uh, that was yeah that's
1: mrs doom's <laughs> and i remember just seeing that and going just feeling bad for the guy like God, feels
0: bad Said, "What well, did you have? One or two more kids? That <laughs> yeah, have to get a because uh, I mean, like because you're not getting in the back seat of my car. Yeah, we, yeah. We've already, we discussed this uh, last night when we were chatting. Yeah, uh, and it was just like it's not it was, a practical like family like, vehicle. You're like." So can I get in the back seat? I said, No. <laughs> You're not getting You're back. You'll have to turn you would have to sit sideways with your legs splayed out over <laughs> the other seat.
1: Stephen, I'm miserable back here. Yes, you
0: would <laughs> I mean you would really have to be about four year old four years old to sit in the back.
1: Yeah. So that's
0: probably and what plus happened. Plus, it's to him. difficult to get yeah. in and out of the back. Seat.
1: That's what happened. His child got larger, and yeah. he couldn't ride in the car anymore.
0: It's like, yeah, after fighting getting in and out of that back seat, mm-hmm. it's like I'm done fighting that. Is there a
1: huge trunk space in the back? The trunk's pretty good. You could probably get
0: into the back seat easier than, the <laughs> trunk than through the side door. Just get in the trunk. Just get in the trunk. It's huge.
1: Nice. Well, congratulations, Steven. So, so That's a pretty did, badass yeah. vehicle you had there. And
0: I really didn't want to drive it to the airport, but since I didn't have another car...
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: but Have you decided what you're
1: going to do with the Xterra? Uh,
0: no. I, well, I got it fixed. I think I told you. What right?
1: well, could you hear your Xterra when you drive up in the Challenger? It goes, oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> So sad. Oh. Uh, my, my, again, my brother Mike was saying his fiance's son... Is in need of a vehicle, so Mm. I I haven't decided just yet, but anyway, so that's on my, you know, it's in the back burner. It's like, okay, maybe. Could you always trade it
1: into the dealership, or can you not do that after you've already bought the car? (laughs) Um,
0: No, I don't think, no, because I've already done all the paperwork on the car. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I could outright sell it. I was kind of worried after, you know, a 15-year-old car, I looked at the blue book. I was like, okay, it's only worth $3,000. Yeah, 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 You know, it's not worth anything. That's a funny thing. The and car it's... lot's going to give me 500 bucks for when it.
1: When you're on, when you're buying the car, <laughs> you know, the guy was like, I don't think we have to tell you, once you drive it off the lot, it lowers this percentage in value. And I'm like, really? Jesus. Like, just driving it off the lot, the value of the car goes down. It's just all downhill from there, you know?
0: <laughs> it's like, well, I bought the gap insurance too. So if something happens uh, rec-wise, it's yeah, it's yeah covered. Yeah.
1: Well, that's one thing because uh, with our Equinox, when we've had it for years, it was a 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can eventually your warranty will start to go out and they'll go, hey, for this much extra, extend that warranty. And I think we might have done it once and then it was time to. I'll never do this again, by the way, but I was just like, kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. But then it just lapses. And that's what happened is, you know, like last time there was a thing and the guy was like,
0: We take care of it. We get the oil change. Yeah. Nothing's going to, nothing's
1: bad. I always, I've taken it to the dealership the whole life of the car and it had uh, the drivetrain. It has a drivetrain warranty. And the guy was like, yep, free of charge, you know, don't worry, we'll handle this. And I'm like, great. So then the next time there's a problem, I could just, I could hear, like, when I'm at a light, I could hear kind of like a grinding, like, kind of sound. I'm like, whoa, that doesn't sound good. Like, when I'm starting to slowly accelerate, you could hear kind of a... and does not sound good. I'm like, that's not good. I have a grave feeling about this. So I took the car in, and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, the your warranty's out. It's going to be about $5,000 or whatever. And I was just like, no, we're not paying that. <laughs> And I remember the guy was just kind of looking at me like, what, you know, what do you mean you're not going to pay? It's like, Cuz, oh, cause I'm just going to trade the car in, you know, not here though, mind you. Cause I already told you the guy kind of made yeah, really annoy me because I was waiting about two hours by the time he was like, uh, yeah, we could get that done. Uh, you know, uh, how much longer would I, if I said yes, I would be there all friggin' day, yeah. you know, at that point. And I was just really annoyed. And I remember coming home, and I go, Heather, what do you think about us trading that in?
0: Still, it seems weird. Five grand for catalytic converters.
1: Mm -hmm. It was something else wrong with it. I just can't remember now. And uh, when we went to get the new car, we got a really good deal and a really good payment. And then I was telling Heather, like, when we, you know, you go and talk to the guy about the warranties and all that. And he goes... And he offered us this really good warranty, cover of everything, scratches on it, all this stuff, top tier, uh, like anti-theft stuff, you know, and all this. And I was just like, and he was like, that'll be this much extra. And I was thinking about monthly car payment. I was like, mm, what is the next step down from that one? <laughs> you know, and I go, do you, cover drivetrain warranty, catalytic converter, blah, 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 all that for this many years. And he goes, yep, all that's covered or whatever. It's like, we'll do that one. And then when it comes time for that to be up in five years or whatever, I'm going to get the extended warranty and keep going. Cause I never want to go through that again, where I'm waiting in a car waiting room. And the guy comes drop
0: it off and they give you a rental car. Yeah. I'm never
1: going to be this way where I, (laughs) the guy comes in and he goes, yeah, um, this is going to cost you $5,000. And I'm like, oh, hell no. It's not going to happen. So I was like, I never want to be in this position again. I want to be covered by all the warranty stuff, which is crazy. Because when you think about it, if nothing goes wrong with the car, for a long time, you're just paying, what, for air? <laughs> yeah.
0: So I'd, I'd been wanting to uh, – I'd been looking at before this was – um, if I got the this type of car, I was wanting like what I call an airport car, one that gets good gas mileage. I can yeah, just, and you know, and if it gets a door ding, okay, it's a you know little, you know little little inexpensive Hyundai or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, just something to take to the airport. But it's like you now is my Xterra that do I take it to the airport and leave the? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I need to clear out the garage. Pull the Challenger in on the weekdays. Mm-hmm. Just take the the, it was funny
1: just the other night, Heather. I was already bad. In
0: is crazy. I got to you know Oh, I, think,
1: I didn't think about that.
0: I got a. You know, two cars. I, I, I dropped that one down to liability. The Xterra. Mm, yeah, yeah. Which didn't drop it that much, like a hundred dollars over. Six we months. we got.
1: A, we didn't go up too much on our insurance, and I was like, Heather, is this this? This is full coverage, right? Because this is a brand new car. And She
0: goes, "Yeah." And I'm like, "How is it this cheap?" It's cheaper cuz you've got newer parts. My insurance kept going up. It's like, "Okay, now they got to go back and get all they don't make these parts for my 2004 Oh, okay. Xterra anymore. They mm. got to go to an off-site maker, you know, of parts. Well, it was funny the the other night, your insurance kind of goes up a bit because now they're having to find aftermarket parts. We're
1: like extra careful. We want to protect this car from door dings or whatever. I'm always parking a little, you know, I don't want anyone to park next to me and stuff. I haven't done the crooked thing or anything, but.
0: park next to more expensive cars at the airport.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the other night, Heather came into the room and she was like, it's going to hail tonight. I keep seeing that it might hail do you want to move the car in the garage? And she said that I like was just like, <sniffs> and so I, she goes out and she's backing up the Sonic in the driveway. And then she's opening up the garage and she's trying to maneuver this, the, the, um, the equinox in the car. And if you step out of the car and you leave the keys in the car, it'll go uh-uh, uh-uh, to warn you. And that woke me up and I go, what the hell does and with the the garage door open right here to the garage it's like loud as hell and i like got up and i walked out there in a daze like you, you ever like be woken up suddenly where you're like shaking yeah. like what, what the hell's going on <laughs> and i see her she's like sitting in the garage in the car like looking at me through the windshield and she goes what are you doing go back to bed i wasn't <laughs> and i go whoa what's going on and she goes it's gonna hail i had to protect the car Go back to bed. Go back to sleep. And I'm like, what? I don't understand what's going on. You know. <laughs> and so she's like closing the garage and she's driving the other car up. So I'm still standing there when she comes back in. She goes, why are you still standing here? And I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. She goes, it might hail. I was trying to get the car in the garage. And I was like, oh. And so it's like, I don't know. It's like 2 a.m. or something. And so I lay about back in bed and she's like go to sleep or whatever and i'm just like i'm up dude i am not (laughs) (laughs) sleepy." like it was the kind of jolt awake. it's like shit i'm not gonna go to sleep for a long time and i was just like laying in bed and i had my earbuds in to listen to stuff i'm like come on dude go to sleep and i was like i couldn't i was wired after that and guess what it never hailed yeah one of the funniest things ever is, I don't know if it was a year ago or a couple of years before that, they were like, the largest hailstorm in history is coming. hail Mageddon. And I was like, oh shit, Heather, what are we going to do? And this is before we cleaned out our garage. There was not going to be a car. So I, ha- I drove up to the Parks Mall where they have the underground garage or the, what are they called? The parking, yeah, garage. parking garage. I had Heather meet me up there. We parked the Sonic. I drove her home. I drove back up and sat in that parking garage with both cars waiting for the world, the largest hailstorm ever in the history of mankind. And not a single hail pellet fell that night. (laughs) And Heather was like, yeah, I'm watching the weather and it's already passed by the storm. You can come home. And I'm like, how am I going to get both cars home? (laughs) I, I was, like, thinking, a minute, okay, I could drive this car home, and then I could come back. Wait, how am I going to get back? No, wait. Okay, I... <laughs> okay, wait. I'll drive the other car home, then I get home, and then... Wait, no, wait. How do I get back up? Oh, wait.
0: And it's like... I got to go pick up Heather. <laughs> yes,
1: wait, I know. I go home, Heather gets in the car with me, drive back, then she gets... Okay, that's how it happens. it's just like...
0: There's... I didn't just think about driving up to the car wash right <laughs> up here on the corner.
1: <laughs> no. Filled. I'm oh. not kidding. Oh. Sonic. Filled. Uh, the car wash is filled anything you could think of with a cover I remember there was a nearby church and I was like I could pull up there and I remember driving up to that cars all parked under it and I was like damn it people who under go to that church bridges. yeah yeah just insane <laughs> and there were people all like they were having like a nice bumper to bumper you know the barbecue um, or something yeah. in there all waiting for Helmageddon but it was funny One one of my thoughts was this Drive a block, walk back, get the other car, drive a block, get the other car, oh. drive a
0: block. <laughs> yeah. Easy leapfrog. <laughs>
1: okay. Okay.
0: That would be fun.
1: Just to document somebody doing that just to see how long that it would take. It
0: would
1: take you hours. <laughs> I can see Steve Martin and the jerk doing that, yeah.
0: you know? It'd be funnier if you just you drove one car in front of the other and then parked and just <laughs> just, just only 10 feet or so. <laughs> and I could just
1: see someone standing there going, what the hell's that guy doing? <laughs> what kind
0: of game of Frogger is this dude playing?
1: This is one stupid son of a bitch here. <laughs> but yeah, just go pick up your wife and have her drive home. It's like, oh, okay, that works. Yeah. So whenever there's a hailstorm now, I'm just like, hmm. I don't know. You ever heard Boyd Cried concerned.
0: <laughs> During the week, I'm not concerned. Mine's parked in a parking garage at the airport. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I'm, I'm good during the week. I only have to worry about two and a half days. See, I would probably, you know,
1: we have a brand new car. I would definitely do it now. This is before our car is brand new and we were still trying to protect it. Yeah. Because I've seen, I remember Laura a long time ago, uh, she was caught in a horrible house storm where it is shattered.
0: That the at Mayfest? her
1: window i don't i'm trying to think of, it was when i still worked at mj designs that it happened she was trapped on the freeway in this horrible hailstorm, and it shattered yeah. her windshield rear and front windshield and that's the worst thing i've ever saw that would be terrible to be in something yeah, that, like that
0: there was one that went right through kind of downtown over over by trinity park you know mm-hmm. where fest is held yeah and it went over that park through that area and right through downtown and an old high school friend of mine where we had a one of those meetups at a bar and we were all chatting and it was right after that she's like oh yeah i just bought a brand new car it's parked downtown totally destroyed yeah ruined you know in five minutes
1: yeah i wonder like uh the car's covered right now if that something bad did happen to it it would just be an annoying thing to deal with, I guess.
0: Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't want to have to deal with it. I don't want to have to look for At least I have a second car right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, so you, you guys got two cars now. Yeah, know.
1: that's why the Sonic, I was like, that car is 2013, leave it in the driveway. <laughs>
0: we'll see what happens, you know. And it's got next to no miles on it, right?
1: It's I mean, got about sixty-eight thousand miles on it. Not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Oh, and when we do, the Equinox had like seventy-four thousand miles, it, nowhere near a hundred thousand miles. Like we've driven it, you know, a lot, but not that much. You know, I'm mostly taking Emma to school. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we'll go on the like we drove to Fredericksburg, which was a, a four-hour drive. And then four hours back, and that's probably the most we'll put on it for a year, you know. It's the longest trip we'll be on. And I love, you know, like you did the auto start. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, the our Equinox has that. During the winter, when it's like 28 degrees in the morning, I love just looking out the window and starting yeah, it. I can't wait for that Mormon. when it gets cold again. <laughs> yeah, to do that, it's like- and I'm like... And em and I and get in the like car and we're like, so, oh,
0: toast. I'll probably be so tired not thinking of it, you know? As I mm-hmm. Go out there. I could have started mid warm. I
1: want to also, like, our old car used to always get super foggy and it would take forever. But on this one, it has a setting you just hit it, and it just goes. And it, like, immediately, like, I'm like, oh, nice. <laughs> Me, like, oh, and this car has a rear AC vent in the back seat. Because in the summertime, our old car didn't, and Emma would be like, I'm so hot back here. And she'd have to sit right in the middle. We'd kind of like try like to get desert. the vents aimed at her. But now this, there's a vent in the back seat that blows on her that's perfect. It's uh, it's really important to have you know, that, you know, my question, especially in Texas.
0: Uh, my question to you, You your you're, you're Equinox you traded in, you had Sirius Satellite in it, right? Yes. You're, and the car I just bought... Has it and it's running still. I haven't paid for it. Mm-hmm. I know it's difficult as hell to cancel your subscription.
1: It's it's really not. Um, my
0: brother he canceled it every year for four years and they kept recharging him um, even on a different credit card.
1: Here's okay our Sonic because Heather uh-huh. started working from home.
0: Uh, I was like we're so paying like, some dudes paying for my. Here's I'm the- gonna keep. I'm gonna listen to it until they cut it off. Well, here's what will you get I'm a gonna, free
1: a lot of times you'll get a free trial for like 3 months or something.
0: This is a used car, 4 years old. They're not going to give you a free trial on that. Oh yeah.
1: It's if possible. If it was
0: a brand new car, I would say yeah, it could be 3 yeah. to 6 months of
1: What happened with uh, our Sonic is I called and I said, "We're not driving this car right now and we're paying
0: for for serious
1: and i want to cancel it and they're like well what if you start driving it again and i'm like well i'm not for the foreseeable future she goes what if i just suspend the account and you can call and tell me when you're going to reactivate it and i'm like i really don't want to do that because we're not driving it around she goes how about um seven or how about eight months from now you can reactivate it if you want and i'm like Uh okay fine, and so what happens? Okay, so it's it's
0: suspended. It's suspended
1: for for eight eight months. months. What happens? I forget about that. They start charging. All of a sudden, I get charged for a year for like two hundred something dollars because you know we have it where it charges for the year, and I'm like, what the hell is this charge? And I call, and I'm really pissed off, and I go, I really because before I'm just kind of chill and laid back, Mm -hmm. and I let them walk all over me, but this time I call and I'm pissed off, and I go. I didn't want to suspend this in the first place. I wanted to cancel it. Okay. The person talked me into suspending it. Now I'm being charged $200. I don't want that. I want my money back now and I want to cancel it. She goes, sir, I'm so sorry. I see that your other vehicle has serious. Do you want to roll it over? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want to roll it over where <laughs> that $200, you don't give it back to me. I just pay for the other car. Another year. For- and I'm like, no, I want my money back. And she's like, okay, okay. And she's like, and she gave me this really sweet deal. I want to apologize. So uh, how about we're going to give you a year for free, and then we're going to charge you... Uh, and it was something like, uh, you know, if you have all these channels or whatever... And I was like, I want I want to cut it way down. I just want, like, music channels. I don't want any of the news or whatever. And, you know, Heather's like, yes, we do. Yes, we do. I'm like, oh. So, finally, I got, like, this really cheap deal of, like, $7 a month yeah. for a year. And so, uh, by the time I hung up, I was happy. It's like, okay, we don't have to pay for this for a year. And then we're paying $7 for a month for a year after that. For pissing me off, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. And um, so, the Sonic... You know, there's just, you know, I to be honest with you, I rarely listen to it at all. I listen to podcasts, or I I also have Amazon Unlimited Music because I have Amazon Prime, Uh and I'll I'll have, you know, you can make I learn how to make playlists or whatever myself, and I can I have my own music that I listen to. So I rarely, when we went on our road trip, that's probably the most we listened to Sirius occasionally i'll turn it to uh, the ticket sports radio or i'll turn it to ew radio uh, up until where they annoy me and then i change it um i don't know if you've heard this foghorn sound that that plays on commercials or whatever it's like a foghorn it's supposed to be funny they play them at raves or whatever well on ew radio that's the only drop they have. And they'll play that. And I'm like, change it. And I'm like, that's as soon as they play that sound effect, I change it. Uh, and I'm like, get a new drop, man. I mean, can you imagine having a radio show with no drops? I couldn't imagine that. And I don't have any fog horns. Uh, I would never do that.
0: So Anyway, I was just kind of concerned. Uh, not concerned. Just wondering if you were getting... Charge for something, and obviously, it sounds like you have with the, 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 Sirius, <laughs> the Sirius satellite, you know. And yeah, like yeah, said, I've had it's like they I'm, do I'm to try to talk the, you out of it. I'm assuming the previous owner is still getting billed for my sat, and I, like I said,
1: it's possible, or they you never know that you might have a free trial. Did they give you any documentation of that?
0: N- the, I got it, I got it in the mm. mail like two weeks later. This big thing about Sirius. X- do you, you have
1: satellite. Sirius on your uh, Xera? Not anymore. Oh, okay. Because you could always roll it over into that. You can change they
0: on the website. They have it set up where you can pretty easily do that. I don't I get, have no idea who was paying for the Xterra satellite radio either.
1: Let me ask you, OnStar, do you mess with that at all? No, because we don't either. Uh, what when we got the Equinox years ago in 2013? It, it really it might. I don't know. Uh, our car has um, a Wi-Fi I mean, hotspot I, 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 built
0: on the, in. Unless it's on the little touchscreen. Yeah, yeah. Our cart, normally they're on the rearview mirror. The
1: Equinox has a Wi-Fi hotspot built in through OnStar you could get. And I'm like, hey, that's pretty cool. I don't know when we'd ever use that, but I'm going to check it out like to see how much that is. And I was like, oh, God, no. You know, yeah. It's like ridiculous. I mean, I don't know, it's like $50 a month. I'm like, hell no. Wow. If maybe my job was driving state to state or yeah. something... But we live in a city where we get cell coverage. There's no need to have a Wi-Fi hotspot in her car. You can go to any
0: Starbucks and get it for free. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's just Uh, like (laughs) like the place where we drove and we stayed in a cabin with Heather's parents and uh, our niece and Emma with one bathroom. When I walked in, I looked at my phone and it was like, oh, no, no signal. But there was Wi-Fi. And I connected to it and I'm like, oh thank God. There's enough Wi-Fi signal where I could, you know, look at Twitter and you know, whatever. And, but at first I was like, oh no, please don't say I don't have internet. I'm sitting here at a cabin. What the hell else am I gonna do? Yeah, I'm like, gonna make a piano. <laughs> Whitlin <the> piano? <laughs> All right, Stephen, should we get into some news of any yeah, kind? I
0: guess we've talked enough about cars. <laughs>
1: that was fun. <laughs> That was good stuff.
0: Oh, you gonna tell them the fact that I forgot I told you I bought that car?
1: Yeah, it was so funny. You sent me a picture of the car because I first I was like, "What car did you get?" And you were like, uh, "I'll tell you when it gets here." And you sent me a picture of, and you said it's the last of the V8 interceptors, which I appreciated. <laughs> I thought was hilarious. <laughs> and then like just yesterday I go, or was it a last week ago week
0: or week before?
1: I was like, Steven, how are you enjoying that Challenger? And what was your
0: reaction like? I didn't answer you. I was like, oh, it's fine. It's good. I'm like going to myself thinking, how the hell does he know I've got a challenger? I don't remember telling
1: you. He didn't remember. How does he know that? It's like you did tell me. You sent me a picture of it. It's been
0: three weeks, and I forgot (laughs) that I told you I had it.
1: Well, Stephen, I thought Uh, this is funny. I watched a trailer for a Netflix horror movie today, and there's something very familiar about this. It's called The Silence. The Silence is about creatures who will kill you if you make a sound. Wow, that's a great idea, reports io9. Now listen to this. Uh, Last year around this time, a movie about creatures that would kill you if you made a sound was released. This year, the exact same thing is happening. This year, though, the movie is called The Silence, and it's coming to Netflix this month. The film is based on a 1999 novel from Tim Leben which means it predates last year's film, A Quiet Place, by some time. Plus, when you watch the trailer, you'll see that, while, that overall date, uh, while the overall ideas are similar, this is a very different take on the material. Let me just show you this trailer real quick, Stephen. Okay. Gotta be Something's very quick. happening. Something is happening. I hope something happens or it be a boring movie. Okay, I love Big Night, by the way. Have you ever seen that? What's that? With Tony Shalhoub. Oh. oh, my God. Achoo! Oh, she coughed.
0: Shut up, you old bag! Oh, no. Give her a lozenge, quick!
1: <laughs> ah! Cities across the eastern seaboard are coming under attack. The CDC is warning to stay in your homes and avoid contact with these Hey, creatures. John Quarter. It's like northern exposure hype right now.
0: I'm sure this is all going to be over soon. I promise.
1: Entire regions of the country are being They look like some kind there. of bat creatures. It's like we're back in the dark ages. Be very quiet. Be very surviving. We can't Uh-oh. trust anyone now. Creepy religious zealot guy. No noise. Show Elmer see there we fly <laughs> Who's this creepy guy? Okay, so these flying creatures will attack you if you make a sound, so it's kinda like a quiet place only they fly. Here's what I would do flamethrower aimed at the sky, foghorn, and just well, just set just, them all on fire. Such a
0: little alarm clock going off with a grenade right next to it. Yeah, boom! You've yeah, killed, yeah, lure you've a thousand.
1: And you know, maybe in the size, maybe in the movie, they'll be like they're you know they're fireproof or they're bulletproof, and you know, make it even harder. They're and grenade harder. proof. How hard would it be to like? Okay, if there was creepy bats and stuff in this house, they if they could break through the windows, we board it all up or something. I mean, it just seems like they could handle this pretty quickly if this happened. Yeah, Just like if some kind of zombie thing happened, it would never get Walking Dead because th- people would figure out how to kill them. I swear we would wrap it up by the end of the week or something. There would be no... Oh, you know, the... The World War Z where they're super fast zombies, that's a little bit harder to deal with. But the slow lumbering if like you, Walking Dead,
0: if you can if, handle it. If they change that fast, like in World War Z.
1: But if you had this, slow zombies, fast zombies, and flying bat creatures all at the same time, then that's harder to deal with. <laughs> and and the Quiet Place uh, also, Monsters. those all at the same time, then we're totally screwed, <laughs> right? Yes. Because, like, don't make any noise. But, because,
0: what, but the zombies, you tie bells to their neck and that creature's going to attack oh, them. Oh,
1: smart!
0: <laughs> you got this lick, Steven! It's like you, you make a little uh, this, this, <laughs> the tripwire with, with bells on it and you know, the zombies stumble gung, into gung, it
1: fast gung, or gung. slow. They should do that on they're, the they're, friggin' Walking Dead anyway. Just tie bells around all the zombies, that way they're all just bumping into each other yeah. all the time. That'd be genius. See? Ah... We are always smarter in that wind show. wind chimes <laughs> on them or something. They're always...
0: Wind chimes. They're, they're dangling behind them, you know, rattling on the ground. Uh, ching,
1: ching, ching. Oh, God. You can always outthink that show so easily. Yeah. You know. <laughs> But anyway, this article says, uh, So unlike A Quiet Place, the silence seems to tell more of the origin of this soundless world instead of a story from later in the timeline. The creatures don't seem to be supernatural. More likely, they're just kind of really messed up bats. Based on Netflix's description, Kiernan Shipka's character has some kind of mysterious power because she lost her hearing at an early age, so there are lots of differences between the films. I think they're being sarcastic there, <laughs> besides the fact that The Silence was written almost 20 years prior. But of course, the idea of a family which here... You know, what's funny is the whole silence thing, you got to be quiet around zombies too, if you make sounds, yeah. you hear them. But it's not an original the, idea, it's just how you,
0: you do just it. Just the, ex- the, the, the uh, execution of it.
1: And you know what's funny is uh speaking of zombies <laughs> I saw this watch Dolph Lundgren lead a lead a band of soldiers against an army of zombies Nice If the zombie apocalypse is upon you there are a few better people to help you survive than Dolph Lundgren and that's exactly what he'll do in this new movie Dead Trigger Opening in theaters on and on demand on May 3rd. (laughs) Mostly on demand. Dead Trigger seems pretty straightforward. A virus has turned humanity into flesh-eating zombies, so an elite soldier played by Lundgren leads a team of badasses to kill them all. Because honestly, what more do you need than that? Watch the silly fun trailer below. Alright, let's watch this, Steven.
0: Better be silly fun.
1: Dead Trigger, starring Dolph Lundgren. Experience. Oh here we go. When the dead rise up one elite soldier will make We're them pay. kill the dead. Wait, can I just say something? I love the boom <laughs> I gotta hear that yeah. again. <laughs> to kill
0: the dead. Yes. Ground Zero was the first place the virus appeared.
1: he Gran like Zero holds many secrets that could lead okay. to a cure. I
0: kept thinking it was still sad. Okay, or... rookies. time to get your hands dirty.
1: Just kill some zombies. You I remember, must break their zombies.
0: We don't want to wake up this entire infested city. Captain, we got Ooh, another one.
1: boom. There's From the producers there. of Machete Kills. Dolph great killing lots of zombies. Wow, they're really going to play that sound sh-
0: Show me what you can do.
1: LFE rumble. Dead trigger. Shh,
0: shh. you get a car, tie a, a big thing of wire across it, you honk <laughs> your horns and you just drive through the town slicing them all in half.
1: Okay, there's another. I just thought of another. <laughs> yeah, that might work. There's another zombie trailer I want to show you, Stephen. This is Black Summer. You could save a whole lot of. This is also coming on Netflix. Yes. Have you watched this? Yes. Let's see if they have a deep bass rumble.
0: Nice shings after
1: I was just about
0: to say that. Okay. In the trailer. Picks a knife off, off a table. It's
1: not just a knife. It looks like a butter knife. Butter knife. And you hear. Shing. <laughs> like it, it's a friggin' katana. Shing. Yeah. But it's a friggin' butter knife. Well, you gotta off hear the table.
0: Again. Not in a. Okay,
1: so it, people listening right now, this isn't. A samurai sword. This person is picking up a butter
0: knife, even if it's a steak knife off the table. Yeah, listen to the sound. A little closer. It is a butter knife.
1: It's a butter knife. It's shing. It's like friggin' Excalibur. She just picked up. (laughs) 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 Shing. What's the foley artist like? uh, I gotta make the scene interesting, guys. You know, I know it's it's a butter
0: knife, (laughs) This is gonna be hilarious. (laughs) I can't get over that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Netflix presents. I don't know what the hell is going on. Okay, I just wanna ask you right now filmed in Canada? Filmed in (laughs) Vancouver. place. that's fine. <laughs> <Black laughs> my
0: daughter.
1: Black Summer. Season 1. To get out of here. Did you hear that? we got to make hard decisions. Got to do it again. Okay, to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make hard decisions. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Stephen. Has this already aired in Canada on TV? Probably. Yes. Zombies. These look more like rage zombies, don't they? These are rage infected.
0: Is there anywhere that's safe? Toronto. <laughs> We're heading for <laughs> Saskatchewan. Yeah, that's a rage. Uh, crazy in that yeah,
1: that's definitely...
0: Rage zombie.
1: Black Summer. I'm gonna check it out, though. I just I can't get over that butter knife, Stephen.
0: Told totally, you, I need to have a pen on the table. You gotta pick it up to write a note. Shing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Why does everything go shing?
1: I was just seeing what people commented on. Someone said prequel to Z Nation.
0: Yeah, I heard that uh, the Z Nation was supposed to be kind of. I can't remember if it was. I thought it was uh, Black Rain, not Black. Black Summer. Su- is this
1: by the people who made Z Nation, or is that person kidding?
0: I couldn't tell. There was supposed to be like a Black Rain or something. I oh, can't okay. Remember.
1: I just want to see uh, if I look up Black Summer, like if it's the same people who did. Um, Z Nation, because Z Nation got canceled, right? Creators John Hyams, Carl Schaefer.
0: They did finish the story, and then they the way they yeah, look, it, it was...
1: producer of Z Nation. I think this uh, producer okay. of Black Summer, producer of Z Nation.
0: So yeah, it was supposed to be kind of a continuation, or because a... wasn't Z Nation kind of a comedy also? Yeah, it was it was great. They they handled the zombies fantastic. This looks know, more seriously, but this is just a trailer,
1: but. Is it more serious? Do you think
0: that looked more serious? Because in the in the in the zombie one in the Z Nation one, they had some silly ones. So it's like
1: let's all, see, Carl those, Schaefer, he also
0: some big giant
1: rider on Z Nation.
0: There was a giant cluster of zombies that rolled. <laughs> so I mean, like hundreds of them, and they. So
1: look at this; it's the same rider as Z Nation, also. So yeah, so I they think would, they're right.
0: Yeah, I was thinking Black Rain, maybe Black Summer. I guess you're right. God,
1: I love that that butter knife. Oh, man. oh my god <laughs> that,
0: that sounds like a good that would be fit real well into Z Nation
1: <laughs> okay Stephen I don't know if you saw this here's what's really going on with the Star Wars 9 poster that fans are freaking out about Mark Hamill has stepped in to set the record straight okay everyone was going nuts on uh, Twitter about this poster I looked yeah. at it for two seconds and I could tell this isn't real like maybe
0: images of characters are real... Somebody pieced it together. Yeah. A A fan or something.
1: For the the past few months, fans have been living in what one might call a drought of Star Wars related news. A trailer is imminent and by imminent, I mean... One will likely be released anytime between now and December 20th. But at this point, fans don't even know what the title of the movie is. There hasn't even been a single official image. So when a poster started going around Twitter that appeared to be the real deal, fans got pretty damn excited. A number of news outlets wrote about this supposed poster that mysteriously deleted said articles. What was this poster and why were these posts deleted? This was the poster in question. Okay, you could just look at it for a second. There's Ray, there's all the characters. Those look like the <laughs> the Knights of Ren. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't it's not a very good picture, but it is a bad Photoshop job, right? Yeah. And even some guy tweeted it New Star Wars episode nine posters leaked Click on my article and you'll see. <laughs> Notice C three PO hilariously holding Chewbacca's bowcaster in the picture. I don't know if you noticed, like, right there. C3PO's holding the the bowcaster. (laughs) There's also this effing thing behind Finn, this weird looking alien. Anyway, fans kind of breezed over some of the weird parts of the poster in favor of what looks like the highly anticipated Knights of Ren on the bottom left side. Unfortunately, all the excitement was for nothing because Mark Hamill quickly chimed in on Twitter to debunk the fake poster. Dude, looks like the work of a upf okay doubtful he said in response to a tweet looks like the work of a upf upf in Hamill's star wars lingo stands for ultra passionate fan he reiterated it once again after another fan asked him if it was real i'm pretty sure that it's just the wonderful work of a passionate fan that's what he said Yes, you know all those ultra-passionate fans out there dying to see C-3PO jump into battle for the slug thing to do whatever the slug thing does. Just imagine what it will be like when some actual Star Wars news breaks. I'm still hoping the slug guy and War-3PO are real. <laughs> this is from Esquire.com, this article. But I thought it was funny because, I mean, you're looking at it you're like, oh, whoa, this is pretty—wait. Is C-3PO's that? holding a bowcaster? <laughs> what is that weird alien dude right there? The I don't know. Who's off his head. Who's this chick? Who's this lady? Obviously, they they got some images from episode nine from somewhere, and they, like, pieced. photoshopped it. They pieced yeah. it together to make a poster. I Anyway, I thought that was kind of funny, because I saw it for a few seconds. Okay. Steven, are you a fan of Batman? Of Batman lore? Do you watch Gotham?
0: Yes, I do watch you Gotham.
1: You do watch Gotham, okay. Uh-huh. Well did you know there's going to be behind, a behind but I'm watching a Pennyworth series based on young Alfred? This is crazy because I thought Gotham was ridiculous because Batman's a little kid. Yeah. But now they're like, How about we go back further where Alfred he was this badass agent? we gotta watch this. Batman's Alfred is basically James Bond in this first teaser for Pennyworth. Okay, check this out.
0: My name's Alfred Pennyworth, by the way. Pennyworth had this a, summer. We did another shing with the. Yeah. With
1: the, shing. With the Let's see play. that. <laughs> that had a, probably a more realistic knife sound than the other tra- <laughs> Shing. Hey, Heather, you want me to butter this cinnamon toast? Sure. Shing. <laughs> My God, how sharp is that blade? It's got to be sharp with this butter. It hasn't been, you know, it's been in the fridge for if a you year. you that
0: butter knife, you better cut some butter with it. Isn't you know? <laughs> <Enough> that <of, laughs> the rule with the cantani? has got to have blood if you unsheath it. <laughs> if you unsheath that butter knife, you better put some butter on something.
1: Well, Steven, here's the bad news. This, uh, this series is for the Epics channel. I don't have Epics. Do you have Epics?
0: I have it's, no clue.
1: I don't think Epics is in even on direct TV this year marks the 80th anniversary of Batman's first appearance in comics, but perhaps most importantly also marks the first time the Cape Crusaders Butler Alfred received his own prequel television show Pennyworth, which stars Jack Bannon of the imitation gang as a young version of Bruce Wayne's caretaker will arrive to epics this summer from Gotham's Bruno Heller and Danny Cannon. These are the same guys who do Gotham by the way, a first look teaser shows off the tone of the series, which plays like a James Bond by the way of Captain America the First Avenger. Here's how DC describes the series in the footage premiere. Pennyworth blazes largely new ground and is not a spinoff or a prequel to Gotham. So don't look for familiar villains or allies in that brief sneak peek, with one exception. In Pennyworth, we get to know Alfred when he's 20-something former SAS officer who forms a security company and winds up working with a young Thomas Wayne in the 1960s. The series also stars recording artist Paloma Faith, Jason Fleming from The Curious curious Case of (laughs) Benjamin Button, Ryan Fletcher from Outlander, Hainsley Lloyd-Bennett from the Enders, Emma Pates from Gentleman Jack, and Polly Walker from The Mentalist. According to DC's own report, the series finds Alfred dealing with a malevolent secret society operating in London, which we catch glimpse of. In the 15 seconds of footage, Alfred first introduced in the pages of Batman as comic relief morphed into a wiser form of Alan Napier's version of the character in the 60s television show. His backstory would later include a life lived as a former Shakespearean actor, an army medic, and a British spy. He passes on his expertise in disguise and throwing voices to a young Bruce Wayne after inheriting the post of the Wayne family butler after the death of his father. Pennyworth expected to run for ten episodes does not have an official debut date, but it will arrive after Gotham ends its five season run on April twenty fifth.
0: Says it's on like Sling TV. I, you know, actually, I think Epics. You might be able to. It says it's on a satellite channel, a satellite too. I think it's like it might be
1: on Spectrum Cable and like Dish Network Tom, or can, something can like you, that. Oh wait. But I think that they have a uh, a paid version, like an online streaming yes, version. Yes, there is
0: an online version.
1: But uh, if you're a fan of Gotham, you may dig it. If you're a big, especially if you're a big uh, fan of Alfred, <laughs> is it is Gotham? I mean, I watched the first season and a half of Gotham,
0: and I oh, you could have gotten it through Netflix, but Netflix isn't. Uh, renewing their deal with Epics.
1: Oh. Well, some things that aren't available on Netflix here will be available, like in England or something like that, Uh, in Europe or whatever. So, okay, Steven, did you know that right now, uh, Kevin Smith is making a Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yes. Actually, I think they just finished Principal Photography and he's getting a lot of old cast members Jason Lee, Joey Lauren Adams, Rosario Dawson they're all going to have little cameos and stuff. But some people have been asking, what about Ben Affleck? He was a huge part of the Askew Universe. He was in Chasing Amy. Uh He was in Mallrats. He even had a cameo in Jay Silent Bob Strike Back. He played um, uh, Holden also and Hamilton and he used to be a good buddy of Kevin Smith till they had it like a falling out. And for the longest time, I didn't know why, but I finally read that the reason Ben stopped hanging out with Kevin is because Kevin jokingly said that I tell everybody everything. I can't keep a secret. And I like oh, to joke. Yeah. I talk on podcasts about every experience I have, every conversation I have. And, Ben Affleck, he's a very private guy. He's always in the tabloids. He's like, I can't deal with this. I can't tell you shit. I can't yeah. do things around you. So that's basically why he stopped hanging out with them. Because, you know, when he he's married... Like, he's
0: not mad at him. He just doesn't want to be around him and exposing his yeah. business. Not so, secrets, but just business in general. You know?
1: So a lot of people were wondering, especially People Magazine, would Ben Affleck appear in the Jane Silent Bob reboot? Ben Affleck is up for appearing in Jane and Silent Bob reboot, despite Fallout with Kevin Smith, the article says. Ben Affleck is willing to put some beef aside to reboot a beloved movie franchise months after Kevin Smith opened up about his rumored fallout with his former BFF Affleck discussed potentially collaborating with the writer director on the Jay and silent Bob reboot. That's in the works asked if he was also in clerks for a moment. The the clerks too. Remember he was standing there at the counter asked if the two beloved characters from other Smith films, Shannon and Mauret's, Shannon from Mallrats and Holden from Chasing Amy would make an appearance in the reboot. Affleck told Collider, your guess is as good as mine. I haven't been asked to make an appearance, but you never know. There's still time. We'll see. I think if it's up to me, I'd rather do Holden than Shannon, but I would defer to Kevin. In November, a Twitter user asked Smith, 48, about the relationship, writing, Sometimes I wonder what really happened between Ben Affleck and Kevin Smith that made them not talk to each other, tagging both stars' accounts. Smith responded, If I had to guess, it's because one of us had a big mouth and told too many candid stories that sometimes weren't to tell, tell, and the other one is Ben. In 2017, Smith got Affleck into some hot water, claiming to a film festival audience that Affleck had said a man kissing another man is the greatest acting challenge an actor can ever face while filming uh, 1997's Chasing Amy. In the romantic comedy, Affleck kisses Jason Lee. Wow, that's yeah. a typo right there. They said Jason Lewis. Yeah. Reacting to Affleck's widely reported comments, Evan Rachel Wood tweeted at the time, try getting raped in a scene. Also, grow up, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a point smith later reflected on the allegation telling the daily beast out of context it's completely a different sentiment it got him into trouble affleck 46 has starred in six films directed by smith all of which were released over the course of it oh yeah i can't forget about dogma yeah big names of the bunch include maurice chasing amy dogma jane silent bob strike back jersey girl jesus i forgot about that too yeah. clerks too their last collaboration was in 2006 so anyway, uh, I you know he's Kevin Smith has been putting some behind the scenes things on YouTube, but I haven't heard anything about Ben
0: Affleck. And, and being, Randall won't be there either.
1: Yeah, something about he turned into a real.
0: No, he got issue with not being paid right for Clerks Two or something. Yeah, yeah, he it was, it was a money issue.
1: Yeah, I've kind of I've read a few things about that and
0: his name's not Randall. What is it? It's uh, Uh,
1: Jeff. Jeff Anderson. Jeff Anderson. Smith confirmed his growing distance from Affleck after fans were urging him to direct The Batman, which Affleck had (laughs) signed on at the time. I'm flattered, but three things make me directing Batman impossible, Smith wrote. Haven't spoken to Ben in years. I made yoga hosers and common sense. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, they're just filling article here. And they you have ever links yoga to hosers? no, pretty bad. It's
0: silly. Yeah.
1: All right, Stephen, What do you say we do some uh, Rotten Tomatoes here? Sure. I'm curious about a few things in uh, this week, and uh, let's uh, do this this thing or something. Or something. Stephen. Yes. Let's uh, read Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Okay. Let's read them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the music. <laughs> Stephen, what do you say we uh, read
1: some Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> you say either. Why not? Why not? I shing! I Ching. say neither. And I say Wait, neither. I'm use my neither. Knife, neither. 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 Let's call the whole thing off. Yes, you like potato. And I like potato. You like tomato. I like tomato, potato, potato, tomato, tomato. Let's call the whole thing off. Smell like stale tomato
0: juice. That it does. You need a You're Supposed to swing that. your sword like this. You're swinging yours like this. Oh, okay. Sorry about you that. Need to make a a a, a drop of the shing. Shing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was looking to see if we had it I don't think we do. All right, Stephen, Dumbo came out today, Tim Burton's uh, live-action Disney film. And right now it's got a 52% rotten on the old tomato meter, 224 views counted.
0: So that's Uh, average.
1: It's got an audience (laughs) score of 62%, liked it. I got to admit, it's a little bit low that I would have thought for just thinking about... Is it, is it a little too quirt Tim Burtony for kids? I wondered that. Here's the thing. I'm not sure I trust Tim Burton anymore. And I'm not sure I've trusted him since Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> My uh, favorite Tim Burton film for a long time
0: has been Ed Wood. Uh, a big fish for me, obviously.
1: Yes. And <laughs> has he... I, his last you couple of films seen I've taken, though have you big fish i I remember I think I've seen it once. Uh, maybe you haven't watched all of it because I don't have a strong memory of it. So anyway, you should watch it. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, let me okay, read a few bring of these the DVD
0: reviews. DVD over for you to watch, sir. A DVD? You don't Blu-ray. have it on Blu-ray?
1: It's a Blu-ray. <laughs> okay. Peter Rayner of the down, DVD sir. of the Christian Science Monitor says, <laughs> "I was expecting a surplus of cute close-ups, but Burton does surprisingly little to win us over. He's never been big on treacle. What is this word? Trickle?
0: Treacle?"
1: treacle a thick sticky dark syrup made from refined sugar oh i see he's never been big on like sappiness is that what oh, he's saying okay. but a bit more warm uh, shut up i'm not even gonna read just for using that word i'm not reading this okay adam graham from detroit news says lost in all of this dumbo himself oh, lost in all of this is dumbo himself a cgi creation with big ocean blue eyes and those Lovably floppy years, but the spirit and heart of the original Dumbo is still locked away in the Disney Vault, C minus. Okay. Um Chris Klimek of NPR says that the plot involves having DeVito's modest family run circus being swallowed up by a mogul with his own theme park is almost too obvious a metaphor for the back half of Burton's thirty five year career. Okay, do you understand what he's saying there? Ugh. Kiko Martinez of the San Antonio Current says, Director Tim Burton uses his gothic style to darken the mood, and screenwriter Aaron Kruger takes the narrative into unfamiliar places. But when the titular pachyderm is not front and center, Dumbo feels like it's gliding, not soaring. See. Okay. Let's read a good review. Devesh Sharma of Filmfare says, You watch the film because the baby elephant, you don't know whether it's real or created by CGI is really cute. And the sequences where he flies do have magical quality to them. Three out of five. Okay. Dustin Putman of the film file says this new Dumbo, while not without a few moments of whimsy tries to overcomplicate the beautiful simplicity of the original. And what we're left with is not even a quarter of that classics depth and wonder two out of four average <laughs> average <laughs> john Louie of the straits times from singapore says the wa- walking the line between reality and fantasy is hard and the decision for dumbo the flying elephant to feel like a miracle fails to pay off two out of five so i'm starting to think that dumbo isn't front and center in the movie there's like you know because there's a lot Of people in this, you know, stars in this, you know, they've got Danny DeVito, Michael Keaton, Colin Farrell. Uh, Do you think maybe he spends way too much time on the humans
0: in this? It's like, it sounds like uh, it's it's based around the, the family circus. Yeah. And Dumbo is what brings the circus back to life or something. Yeah, give,
1: gives makes so him a success. So it
0: takes too long to get the elephant to bring it to success.
1: I here's one thing and I think it's weird. Like I've gone from loving Tim Burton back in the 80s to being really annoyed. Remember I kind of have this huge hang up about Edward Scissorhands. Uh when Anthony Michael Hall dies and <laughs> uh it turns into Frankenstein where the town villagers are chasing him or whatever. There's a little girl in this movie. If you've seen in the trailer,
0: yeah, I have seen, and
1: she has a very Tim Burtonish look to her. She almost looks like
0: Edward Scissorhands, Helen,
1: Helena Bonham Carter oh, okay. as a little girl. And as I watched the trailer and I saw that little girl's face, I was just like, "Oh, come on, get over it, Tim Burton, yeah. with Jeez. your little weird hang-ups and your." oh you know like she's an interesting looking little child i gotta have her in my movie and i was just like annoyed immediately i maybe that's my own hang up but when i saw that little girl it's not her fault she's a child actress right but i just she's interesting looking of course tim burton's gonna have her in his movie freaking sicko But I was like, screw you, Tim Burton. Just have a normal kid in your movie, not one that looks like Helena Bonham Carter, which he had a thing with for a while. Yeah, he was That's married. That's why I'm they saying he's, he's a, a sicko, I think. Yeah. He's like, oh, this girl is my type, The my type of female. He's a perv Steven creeper. All right. So anyway, I've taken it too far. But anyway, Matt Brunson of Creative Loafing says... Earmarked for disaster. Get it earmarked? Uh, oh, oh. One point five out of four. Luke Parker. I'm on to something though, aren't I? Uh Robert Wool in Batman.
0: The funny
1: or not funny? In Batman. Remember his character? Yeah it's
0: okay. I mean...
1: <laughs> Did you there was somebody uh on Twitter recently they go Does anybody ever talked about this? He goes up to his the hood of his car and he bangs on it, it pops open, he takes out a baseball bat and it's like, Have you ever seen anyone open their trunk like this in the history of filmmaking? And no one called attention to this. He goes, Boom, and his trunk opens and he pulls out a bat and they're like, I'm like, I can't get past this part of the movie. Like who why couldn't he have had keys? But they're like, no, just bang on it and it opens up yeah he's the fonts okay, That's coupled nice. with an unin- <laughs> uninvited human story at its forefront Burton's chilling style makes Dumbo nearly unrecognizable four out of ten
0: so I'm gonna do my little cute take that, that you was mark- Luke Parker the earmark for disaster okay the elephant isn't the only Dumbo in Tim's film <laughs> <so>.
1: <laughs> Mark Kermode, which my dad always like, Hey, have you seen this? He like sends me the links, YouTube links to Mark Kermode, Kermode. I don't know how to say his name. It didn't touch me emotionally. It's taken the fairy tale element out of it. Rotten. Okay. Randy McDonald. Dumbo seems to coast on its familiar fairy tale concept rather than fully taking flight. out of 4. You know, they got to have flight, earmarked. This
0: one says it coasts on the fairy tale. The other one Uh, said there was no fairy tale, too.
1: (laughs) Well, Nick Johnston of Vanya Land (laughs) says Dumbo isn't totally a a return to form, but it feels like Burton's having a bit more fun than he did in the years past, and that fun bleeds through into the final product. Barry and he, you know, that's fresh. Barry Paris of the Pittsburgh Post Gazette says director Tim Burton's live action remake is considerably darker. Oh, it's dark. Ooh, that's a surprise. But true to the endearing and endearing, enduring original, and it's many. Just for saying endearing and enduring right next to each other, he gets a fail for me. What do you think, Stephen? Yep, fail. Okay, Stephen Garrett of the Book and Film Globe says, It's not surprising that the actors give mostly robotic contributions. The kids, in particular, deliver line readings that are so nonplussed they're virtually somnable. Sleepwalking. Just say sleepwalking. <laughs>
0: hey, come on. Which e- was Echo worse? He has a, a song called The Somnambulist. Who does? Echoing the Bunnyman.
1: Okay, so does should that guy use it in his review? No. <laughs> he
0: shouldn't use it in the song. Which was
1: w- <laughs> which was worse, Stephen, this or the guy saying that the movie had big on treacle?
0: Yeah, both are kind of e- equally terrible descriptions.
1: Oh, Ava Green's on this? In this? I changed my mind. I'm going to go see this. <laughs> so anyway, that's... Um,
0: that's Dumbo for you. Yeah. It's
1: Dumbo. Now Steven, next Friday, April fifth, <clears throat> excuse me, Shazam comes out, but also Pet Cemetery. Which are you going to see
0: first? I kinda of, I, I kind of would lean towards Shazam. Dun.
1: Ding. I'm leaning towards Shazam too. You know, come on. It stars Zachary Levi. It's a comic book movie. I got to go see that. Right now, it's uh, a 93% I mean, fresh.
0: I mean, I've seen... Uh, the. I mean, obviously, the first... I've read Pet Cemetery and Are you excited about this? And I've seen the other movie.
1: Let's see. Let's uh, Right now, it's 87% fresh. Only 38 reviews counted.
0: And they've, and they've changed it up from the book. Everybody knows the friggin'... I they haven't gave, they watched... Gave, they gave away too much.
1: And the tra- the new trailer?
0: Well, talking about it, period. Everybody's, like, freaked out over the, the switch-up that they do.
1: Go ahead and, and tell will... me. I don't know what it is with uh, the switch-up, because I haven't watched the trailer. Do, do you care? Okay. Uh, <laughs> do I care? I don't know. Like, I've seen uh, the original. I, we,
0: can, we can do... Uh, we can do... Uh, okay, it's it's.
1: Okay, uh, in the original film because I believe it happens in the book, the little boy dies and he buries the boy in the pet cemetery and he comes back different. Uh-huh. Do they change that aspect in the new one? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, so instead the other child, I'm guessing the daughter instead. Yes. And that's what they change. Yes. Okay. And they
0: said it was just too dark for the young kid to do that, what they were going to do. So they made it the girl that was a little older to could handle the creepiness.
1: Oh, uh, Okay. Yeah.
0: That was the that was okay. the excuse they gave. They're like they figured she could probably give a better creepy performance than a small child give a creepy.
1: Yeah, performance. I mean it's okay.
0: Does yeah. that bother you much? Or Uh I'll have to see the movie. Yeah. I, I honestly, you know, it's like Do you and, remember and I, when... and I can't try you know, Stephen King's always like hey, yeah, that's a good twist. It's like, well, you also like the dark.
1: Yeah, yeah. Whenever Stephen King says shit about any of his movies that are being made based on his material, and he goes, I saw it. It's fantastic. It'll scare the hell out of you. I'm like... Go F yourself, Stephen King. I do not trust you. First of all, you told me you were going to scare the hell out of me for maximum overdrive. You don't know what the hell you're talking about,
0: buddy. Uh, he was coked out of his head in yeah, maximum overdrive. I do
1: not trust him when it comes to this. Uh,
0: <laughs> I remember
1: uh, Alex and I used to laugh at this because uh,
0: when Pet Cemetery was coming on cable. I mean, I think he's a brilliant writer uh, uh, yes uh, not writer but he pushes his movies you know he's like oh yeah go see it it's great. yeah 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 he's, know, like, he's a cheerleader he's gonna yeah.
1: support the studio You're right he's got he wants people to go see uh now, the dark you, tower you he's you not really, gonna shit on
0: it do you really believe he liked the dark tower that's my only
1: question i like, do not i can he can't possibly unless
0: and especially with all the stuff he says like well, he'd, I never really described Roland. Boy, yeah, it's shit. like, you're
1: a liar, you know. Well, you another described thing, him to a freaking T? Well, here's another thing. Maybe he, you know, like he's come out
0: I never said Roland vehemently. He, he
1: <laughs> can't stand Kubrick's version of The Shining. Right. He's come out, but that's like the one movie he couldn't stand. Now, why does he come out and he's truthful about that, but he can't say like, <sighs> oh yeah, the Dark Tower's a piece of
0: shit it's a turd
1: oh god it's a bucket of shit avoid this movie like the plague
0: it's like they put my all eight books into a bucket they reached out and pulled out bits and then tried to mingle it is
1: horrible it's like why bother and by the way i don't know if you saw that the they're supposed to be doing the the dark Dark tower Tower tv series series, yeah let me see if i can find that. that right yeah amazon prime yeah Oh, yeah, here it is. Um, Let me just read this for a second. This is good stuff. Amazon's Dark Tower series is actually happening, but with a new gunslinger. The malign film adaptation isn't stopping Reboot from Blaine the Monoing forward. Okay, that was bad, Polygon. Jesus. Roland's destiny is to quest after the Dark Tower in perpetuity. So... Perpetuity. That's what I said. So, too, is Hollywood's... Perpetuity. <laughs> I said other... it right. forgot perp... the other P. Perpetuity. Perpetuity.
0: Yeah, that's what I said. You listened back to it later.
1: <laughs> No. <laughs> so, too, is Hollywood. Stephen King's epic fantasy series is officially moving forward at Amazon under the eye of MRC, whoever the hell that is. Oh, I forgot to finish my story about uh, when there's a part in the... Uh, Pet Cemetery the film was that the 90s the um, Pet Cemetery film Yeah, I think so. Where Gage is hit by a truck. Yeah. And it's very tragic, but the scene the dad he goes and they show like photograph of the little boy birthday photo being born. You know, he's in a diaper. And he's like And I remember Alex and I laughing it's supposed to be a tragic scene. Yeah. But we have tears in our eyes. We're laughing so hard at that. And I remember like he recorded it and we would like occasionally play that scene over again and laugh our asses off. And I'm like I always thought it was funny because it's supposed to be the most traumatic, upsetting scene in the film and it's making us laugh our asses off because it's so over the top with his.
0: No. Nah! No, Fred Gwynn was the best thing of that movie.
1: Yeah. Herman Munster.
0: <laughs> and, uh, Which I'm
1: sure he hates that uh,
0: he's everyone remembers him as herman. <laughs> he's like, I had a career before
1: the Munsters, I had a career after the Munsters. I
0: was the judge in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, the two Utes. The two Utes. <laughs> and my cousin Vinny. My cousin. Despite a franchise-sinking box office return of $113 million worldwide on a $60 million budget, yee, and negative reviews from every corner of the critical sphere settling in the end with a 13% rating of Rotten Tomatoes, the only person that did like it was Stephen King. The 2017's The Dark Tower didn't dissuade rights holders from forgetting the face of their father. Oh, God, just stop. The Stephen King boom is real, and the Dark Tower books would find life on the screen, even if it's a 40-inch one. And uh, My TV's bigger than 40 inches, all right? Though a theoretical TV series version of King's books percolated at after the disastrous film version in january 2018 amazon studios head jennifer Salky said that while she hadn't read any actual scripts for the dark tower series the plan was very much alive okay i'm already worried there was little word of it when the project might spring to life or how long the company would have to wait to relaunch the property the answer was not very long at all according to variety glenn mazara Purdue uh, head showrunner of the walking dead until he got fired and then damien uh you know based on the movie series until it got canceled is on board as showrunner with a pilot for the series in the process of casting up of casting up making good on a rumor that the show could start filming as early as april the report suggests that idris elba and matthew mcconaughey are out as rolling <laughs> of course they're out they were in a shitty movie they're not coming back respectively though and it's a tv show there were early rumors that the series would directly reap the a-list benefits of the film instead with the series expected to adapt early stories from the universe like those featured in the prequel novel wizard and glass the casting sews younger 25 year old british actor sam strike who was in the film leatherface which uh, hey i'm really jazzed about this is reportedly playing roland in the pilot with black klansman actor jasper Pakenin co-starring as Flag. This is an aggressive play by Amazon in the land-grab scramble for eyeballs. Okay, first of all, they should have done this in the first place, not made a movie. Okay, this is an aggressive play by Amazon in the land-grab scramble for eyes in the wake of Game of Thrones' final season. Oh, shut up. Along with the Dark Tower, the streaming studio is also in the works on a Lord of the Rings series. And an update... And... And and an adaptation of robert jordan's the will of time books amazon isn't thinking twice about the lingering effect of the dark tower movie which after years and years and years of development passing from jj abrams to ron howard to agiva goldsman sought to remix the mythology into a single digestible or undigestible feature film (laughs) that didn't work but in today's blockbuster a weak pace no one will remember either though the loss of Elba is enormous for fans of the series. No, the it's new, not a big uh, loss. it's fine. The new quartet means a future for the series that would carve out everything. I'm not, you I should have done, uh, uh, they we're going to
0: do movies. You could do like a trilogy, do three books at a time, whatever. Uh,
1: I don't think enough people talked about how shitty this movie was. We did, and people I don't think saw it. Did it ever come on HBO or anything?
0: I have no clue because I was not interested. If it did,
1: I'm never interested in watching it again. I mean, but I wanted to hear more people shit on it. That F- would have been entertaining.
0: Shelve that thing and never let it see the light of day again.
1: I would listen to a weekly podcast of just people shitting on the movie every week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you remember that part Here's the first five minutes we're going to spend an hour destroying the first five minutes
1: <laughs> I just want to remind you of a scene in the movie the man in black played by Matthew McConaughey levitating glass in the air shooting it at Roland and Roland holding his guns and going deflecting it with his pistols do you remember that in the movie a
0: Wonder Woman what did you think of
1: that scene in the movie Stephen?
0: Yeah,
1: no no <laughs> no
0: no why what no. yeah i don't remember why? randall Flag ever having that power
1: do you remember that scene in the trailer and they also show the exact of course the scene is in the movie but jake is being taken and he's like listening listening drop of water brush up against a branch and then he's like shoots him just by hearing badass, right? No, not badass, stupid. <laughs> Lame. Let's not forget about um, Rorschach, <laughs> Jackie O'Reilly's character in the movie. Oh, my God. I'm so bad. So bad. Jesus. Okay, I want to talk about this. <laughs> the new Twilight Zone is back, Stephen. It's on the CBS app. Do you have the CBS app, Stephen? I do
0: not have the CBS app. Uh it is, is pretty freebie? Uh or you gotta pay. You
1: gotta pay. No, I
0: won't happen.
1: You gotta pay. You can pay five ninety nine with commercials a month, or you can do the free uh for a month deal and then you decide to cancel it on that last day of the month. I've done that. I actually uh I did that before because I wanted to watch Was Star Trek. Star Trek one. And uh one day I got the email it said Think uh, you know your transaction has gone through of the first. I was like, damn it, I forgot to cancel it. I got charged for five ninety nine. I was like, oh well, whatever. And I was like, damn, I got to cancel that. Another month goes by. Damn it, I got charged again. Damn it, I keep forgetting. That's
0: what happens. They're counting on that. I'm so tired of you know. It's like that's what satellite did. It brought all the channels together. You have a lump thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Now I have to buy Hulu. streaming. Stream- yeah this and that i I will
1: tell you this that netflix has been pissing me off a lot lately (laughs) with canceling series i love but i keep it you know the stranger things trailer came out recently that comes back on july 4th of course i gotta watch that hulu i finally got the commercial free version best thing i ever did so much better not having to watch commercials uh and I'll never get rid of Hulu and Netflix, most likely. The Disney streaming app when friggin' uh, The Mandalorian, the Star Wars series comes out, of course I got to get it. I got to watch that, right? So it's like I'll probably cancel CBS at that point but there's the DC streaming thing there they have a Doom Patrol show and a Titan Teen
0: Titans or whatever I want to watch just tired those i of being nickel and dimed on everything
1: Yeah well I told Heather I'm waiting for Doom Patrol to finish for the season and then get the free trial
0: and then Wait, we'll binge watch it and cancel it I need to look at canceling like all my my movie channels Well and I would get you, Netflix instead
1: Well it's say, okay I think, uh, I mean, who
0: cares if the, I can watch all the same crap on Netflix that I could on satellite, but it's streaming whenever I wanted.
1: Well, there's two seasons of star Trek. Now, what you could do is do the free trial for a month, binge, watch both of those cancel it. So you're not paying anything, but you just have to say, okay, I'm going to watch this now. Cause that's what I did, but I didn't do it. I watched <laughs> like the first episode and I was like, oh, I'll get to it later. And then a month goes by and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. But anyway, I'm interested in The Twilight Zone, because I loved that show as a kid. You know, The Twilight yeah, Zone it. explores the strangest of the modern world through Rod Serling's winning formula, creating a thought-provoking, spine-tingling showcase for Jordan Peele and his exceptional crop of collaborators. Ooh. Hopefully that didn't come through. It's starring Stephen Yoon from The Walking Dead, Kumail Najani, Adam Scott, and others. There are 4 episodes, The Comedian, Nightmare at 30,000 Feet, Replay and A Traveler. Okay, let's see so right now
0: Nightmare at 30,000 is that's the uh, That's like the Will Shatner
1: Will Shatner and then John Lithgow oh, yeah. in the movie. 84% fresh. 27 fresh, 5 run. Let's see what people say. Verne Gay of Newsday says, "Fine reboot that gets better in two later episodes." Brian Tallarico of RogerEbert.com says, Reworking ideas from the original series in his own imitable style. Did I say that right, Stephen? Inimitable. Inimitable style. See, I said it that right the first time. (laughs) Peel's riff on The Twilight Zone is mesmerizing and unforgettable.
0: whatever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's not much treacle in the series. Ben, (laughs) Ben Travers says that... It is an inclusive space as much as a creative one, making the 2019 Twilight Zone a new machine built to last. B Matthew Gilbert of the Boston Globe says, I'm looking forward to seeing more of Peel's Twilight Zone, even with its early mixed results. I came across enough satisfying moments to inspire more mining for gold. All right. Jo- Joel Monique says, there's something magical about Peel's performance. There's a twinkle in his eye, a gentleness in his telling of these warm, warning stories and otherworldly knowledge perfect for the series. Dominic Patton says it's the rawest, best version of the rebooted franchise. Alright, let's skip down to these two bad reviews. Robert Rourke of the New York Post says, perhaps like Black Mirror on Netflix, true fans will find the best episode of The Twilight Zone and obsessed about that until the next obsession takes over. For the time being, though, the message we're taking away is that there's only one Rod Serling. Ooh, burn! Darren Franich of Entertainment Weekly says, the first four episodes are all bad, a mess of sleepy conceits grasping towards topicality, with on-the-nose dialogue spoken by boring characters, a couple's sharp performances can't triumph against nonstop plot contrivance. Wow, that's pretty scathing, isn't it? He said they're all bad. What a dick. <laughs> Kurt Loader, remember that dude from MTV? I do. He said haunting in a way that Rod Serling himself would likely have applauded. So who do I trust? That last guy from I e- I Entertainment Weekly?
0: Kurt Loder. Kurt Loader.
1: <laughs> okay. John Anderson of the Wall Street Journal says, despite all the twists and turns, the journey feels like your boat across the river Styx has snagged itself on the carcass of a '59 Buick. Okay, is this guy pretentious? Yes. Yeah, he's pretentious. I'm not going to listen to him with that sentence he's got there. That guy can go to hell.
0: You got the majority of it. People say it's good. You know, there's yeah. The few people that's got a.
1: They're like, yeah. <laughs> I want to read one Shazam review. I don't want any spoilers or anything like that. Not that I care much, but I'm going to go see it for Zachary Levi. He looks great. He looks like he was born to play the role of a kid who turns into a superhero, right? Yeah. Let's see. David Ehrlich of IndieWire says, This heartfelt origin story is more than the sum of its immense charm and Spielbergian attention to detail. Let's see if a Google translator can. <laughs> new definition found
0: for Spielbergian. A B. Plus. That's pretty good. You just one review. That's all you said. No more. Oh, but wait, Chris Stuckman. I watched this
1: guy's reviews on YouTube. He okay. does these great video reviews. I didn't know he was on Rotten Tomatoes. The th- and I've already watched his review of Shazam on YouTube. The film is knowingly self-aware of what it is. The overall movie we got is saved by the charismatic performances of Zachary Levi and Jack Dylan Grazer. I give it a B. Okay, that's all I'm going to read there, but I'm excited. I think it's going to be great. And, and, you know, by the way, uh, we've both seen Captain Marvel, right? Mm -hmm. We never got to talk about that. I enjoyed Captain Marvel. I thought it was a lot of fun. There's actually a funny story. Um, The people behind us... We're very loud in the movie and we go see films. We went and saw Captain Marvel in Dolby cinema Mm -hmm. loud as hell. Like I, Emma can say, Hey, I'm going to the bathroom. And I'm like, I can't hear you. What are you saying? I could hear the people behind us. And I was like, Jesus, they're loud. Like, if I can hear them over Dolby Cinema. And at one point, some popcorn fell on my head. And I was like, are you effing kidding me? (laughs) And I kind of, like, peeked over there. I couldn't see them that well. It's like the wall was too tall. And I was just annoyed. And after the movie, I was telling Heather how, like, I got popcorn on my head. Who are these assholes? And she goes, Jason, they're
0: special needs. They're special
1: needs children. (laughs) And I was like, how do you know that? She goes, I saw them, and I saw at one point the person who's there escorting him said, put the phone away. You can't look at your phone during the movie. And they're like, okay, and they put it away. And I was like, oh, so they're just having a good time. She was like, yeah, they're having a great time. And I was like, I'm a dick.
0: <laughs> well, you weren't, because it could have been assholes back there.
1: I felt Uh, like an asshole, though. You never know. You never know. But when the popcorn hit me in the head, I was like, are you Uh, kidding
0: me? uh, I would have lost it myself. I
1: got pretty annoyed. And I thought of you at the (laughs) Skull Island Cook Skull Island. Remember the little kid? Yeah. Damn it! Kong! It's Kong coming! And you're just like... (sighs) I was like, whoa, Steven, he's, he's, something bad's going to happen here. I got to get him out of here. <laughs> Steven, no, no, no. Come on.
0: Hulk smash! <laughs> That's what what I was, did, did I, what I say? I said something, and the the guy and the kid changed places or
1: something. I, at one point, you were like, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. At one point, they were, taking a, they were taking a selfie during yeah. the film, and you were like, you got to be effing kidding me. <laughs> And I was like, boy, did we sit in the wrong spot? But these are assigned seats. That's another thing. The whole row was empty, but they're like, hey, let's sit next to this guy. (laughs) If you're going to have a kid who's going to talk and be louder in the movie, don't sit near people. And it
0: was 11 o'clock at night and this kid was like six years old.
1: Yeah, he should have been in bed. But uh, sometimes that happens when you go to the movie. Somebody's loud and they're having a good time. But I kind of want to see the movie again just because I was a little distracted.
0: And, and uh, uh, that phrase, my Jesus effing Christ! <laughs> I was coming out of the airport, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to, I'm coming out of the exit of security here at Love Field, and there's a girl in front of me, and I guess her. Jesus the people are waiting for her, are right there at the exit, and they block the whole egg. Nobody, you know, and I'm trying to get around them, and I've got my headphones on, don't realize how loud I say it, and I was like, Jesus effing Christ. <laughs> and the guy was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the, the guy was like, lighten up, dude. <laughs> he said that? <laughs> like, you're blocking the whole exit, and we, nobody can get out of this place. You're Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, you know, sometimes go back ten feet. Let everybody yeah. walk out. Yeah, you you can hug them ten feet further out. You don't have to hug them right in the fucking archway. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I... Just, I was so irritated, and you know, when I've got my bag, I've got my headphones on. It was probably a long day. Yeah, we we'll you know, all have those you moments. De- you get delayed flights, and I'm just like ready to get to my car. Jesus, every <laughs> Christ. You know, yeah. and I, I did, it was under my breath like that, but it was loud enough for Andy. <laughs> yeah,
1: we all have those moments. And he,
0: and he said something yeah. like, lighten up, or whatever it was. Hey, lighten up, buddy. Sorry, dude. Sorry, or whatever it was. But it was an older guy, too. So, I mean, he was probably in his mid-60s, and his his uh, 20-year-old, 17-year-old girls were welcoming the younger, other young girl that was in front of me. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, look. I've been flying for ten hours, I'm ready to, you know, I've been on the road for ten hours, I'm ready to get home. Yeah. You're ready to get the hell out of there.
1: Jesus Christ, move it more
0: no, Nobody's here welcoming and hugging me. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta drive my own self home.
1: But I just wanna say about Captain Marvel is that Ben Mendelssohn was the my favorite thing about the movie. Remember he played the scroll? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a good twist in there. And I thought he was great. He always plays a villain, but I thought he was great in that. I loved his character. Uh, I got to say one part about, I love the cat. The cat was good. That was good stuff. But there was that moment in there where he's doing the, you know what I'm talking about? And I was like, Groot? (laughs) It's kind of the same beat. Kind of the same thing that Groot does in Guardians of the Galaxy. It almost felt like they were like, hey, let's have him do the Groot thing. Didn't it feel like that?
0: Uh, now you think, now I think about it. Yeah, a little bit. Remember yeah.
1: he's like, he goes, <laughs> and are all, all the characters are sitting there watching it. It's exactly the same thing Groot yeah. does. They're just doing it again. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's amazing, but I've, I've seen it before, you know. But uh, I, you know, I had a good time, and I or, can't freaking wait for End Game, Avengers two, Endgame. Game. Or the
0: two creatures in uh, Force Awakens. You know, they're on the, on the, mm-hmm. the and them catch. You know, it's got the big. Oh yeah. Attack. But
1: it know. just especially reminded me. me of that part yeah, with the Groot, where it did that, and that's fine. But it just. But you it's know.
0: Hila- I do like it was hilarious. The how Samuel how he, Jackson
1: how, sold all those scenes. How he
0: scenes. loses his eye. That's yeah, great. yeah. It's like... It's just a scratch. And then the guy's
1: I love, like going. Yeah, he's head. just like, Ooh. Oh I love that part where he's like uh <laughs> keep that thing away from me. And they're like, What? It's a cat and he's like, I don't no. know what what the hell's a cat. That's a <laughs> flirting or whatever. And the Colson he goes, Is it true your eye was uh because of us? you know uh what are those other aliens called? The uh, there was the scrolls and there were the uh-huh, uh uh-huh. the um whatever they're called. Yeah, 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 yeah and he's like ah, uh, something like that cuz he didn't want to say a cat scratcher <laughs> or whatever but that that was funny stuff and uh i'm especially excited about Avengers Endgame i have no
0: no all the the other talk about the movie you know the the heavy i wouldn't say heavy feminine vibe of it you uh-huh. know it's like Everybody was complaining a little bit about that, you know. Oh, so it was like you mean the a uh, heavy-handed, the
1: douche nozzles online. Uh, you mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the music. You know, it was like all female music from the 90s. Okay, the only song that really got on my
1: nerves was the No Doubt song. Uh, I was just like, uh, oh, I'm just because it's just because. I
0: mean, it that's a terrible song. Yeah, you well. know.
1: And even Heather, she was like, uh, oh, that's the worst. Because she's not a big No Doubt fan. Uh, No Doubt. But uh, everything else was fine. But that was just kind of like, oh, bad song choice. It was just
0: a little heavy handed with just having only, well, there were two male bands.
1: I know it wouldn't have been in the 90s, but I would have picked like uh, Barracuda or something.
0: I mean, you could have picked, you know, it could be. I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't have to like to so be heavy handed. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it just seemed to. You know, they were saying that it was beating you over the head with it, but it. I di- it didn't distract me from the movie. That anything. was the
1: only song that distracted me. Because <laughs> she's saying I'm just a girl, whatever. Yeah. I wouldn't have a problem with any other song, but I just have never liked No Doubt. I always thought they were terrible. Remember when No Doubt was on the- <laughs> Dawson's Creek?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they all go to a No Doubt concert. Do you remember that?
0: Vaguely, yeah,
1: uh, that proves you're a lame band if you're on freaking Dawson's Creek. <laughs> and I think uh, Andy she kind of like OD'd or something. Or was that when they were to rave? I can't remember. That was a rave. I might be confusing it with Nine Hundred Two and Zero, but they went to a No Doubt concert on Dawson's Creek, Stephen. <laughs> And there's nothing worse than showing the actors from a show, your characters, watching a concert where they're just kind of bobbing their head. I'm like, this isn't interesting. Watching people watch a concert is not interesting to the viewer. Have one of them OD on drugs, please. That's more interesting. Oh, okay. Well, uh. How about Andy? He's like, yeah, yeah, have her have a she's panic attack or something. She's
0: sipping somebody's drink that yeah. got laced with something.
1: Euphoria. No, wait, that's 902 now for
0: Brandon. Euphoria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's her name? Gave it to him? The...
1: Yes. Uh, oh. The um,
0: chick with the short hair.
1: Oh, uh, well, what, what was the band who did the song Vaseline? She had Vaseline. Oh, oh come on. No, what is because they were on, they performed at the Peach Pick After Dark yeah. on 9/2/0 I'm really pissed I can't remember this band's name. Oh god, it's going to kill me. <laughs> but they show, I'm not kidding, the cast at Peach Pick After Dark watching the band and bobbing their heads to the song. Is that interesting, Steven? <laughs> <laughs> I did think uh, Captain Marvel, the character, I really love. I don't know how powerful she lips. is. The flaming lips. God damn it. The flaming lips, of course. I'm sure the people listening are like, flaming lips, dude. Flaming lips. Dude, it's the flaming lips. And I was just like, uh. But I want to know how powerful Captain Marvel is. Like, how much power does she have? What my favorite moment was is when uh, Jude Law is like, I want you to prove to me right now. Can you, you know, maybe you can beat me in hand-to-hand.
0: Use your and
1: she just blasts him. She goes, I don't have to prove anything to you. Yeah. I would have loved if she said, I don't have to prove shit to yeah. you, dude. And, but I love that whole opening scene where they're on, like, a tactical mission and they're sneaking in, yeah. going in as a team. I thought that stuff was badass. I love, like, all that sp- the sci-fi the space stuff is really cool. I want to see more of that. You know, oh, and that's another story like can you believe James Gunn is now back, back to yeah. directing Guardians of Galaxy 3? That's yeah. awesome, isn't it? I'm really happy about that. He's yeah. the best guy to direct it. Yeah. It's his baby. And so I'm uh, super excited about that and uh, that's pretty much all I got, Steven.
0: Is it? That's yeah. All you got?
1: That's all I got. Okay. So what do you say we wrap this bad boy up?
0: Sure, let's do that.
1: All right, Stephen, uh, why don't you go over there, and I'll meet you over there in a second.
0: Okay. Thank you. Good night. Here all week, try the veal. And see.
1: Stephen, why are you standing over here? What? Why are you over here?
0: I should be over there. Sorry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to be over there.
1: I have these new Bluetooth roaming mics. We can go wherever we want in the house. <laughs> well, let
0: me, let me go to the can, and I'll talk to you from there.
1: Uh, you know, no, uh, I'd rather not. Um, that's bad. Don't want to. Don't want to deal with that. <laughs> um wait what's that I hope you had a hell of a piss Arnold oh come on Arnold you know it's a good thing we don't know anybody who's named Arnold and (laughs) they go to urinate around us because we would say that every time
0: (laughs) whoops Uh
1: (laughs) whoops Well, everybody, thank you guys so much for listening to this exciting episode of Entertainment Landfill News. This is Entertainment Landfill News episode 63, by the way. I want to thank you guys for sticking with us. Sorry for the long gap between episodes. And by the way, I'm going to do... I'm going to get back to doing more podcasts because here's the thing. My wife has been working from home for uh, over a year now. And she's going back to work, away from the house. (laughs) I will have more room to record and do stuff, which is great. I mean, I'm gonna miss her being here, but I'll be able to work because there have been times, Stephen, where I can't make a sound because she's on like a like a conference call. She's on a conference call, and it's like a comedy of errors. Like when uh, she's like, "I'm an important call right now. Please don't make any noise." and baby starts doing her reverse sneezing and she like looks at me and i have to pick her up run to the bedroom shut the door and i'm like she has to go through it or i'll like be uh, i was watching a funny video it was so funny like uh i was watching a video on youtube that was hilarious and it was cracking me up and she was on this important call and i'm like, going <laughs> <laughs> And I have tears coming down, and I kind of look over there, and she's like, (laughs) like beams, like these evil eyes. And I'm like, oh, I better turn this video off. (laughs) Like, cause, and.
0: Pause it and come back to this. Yeah, I'll come back to
1: this later. And I swear I did do that, and I go, I went to the garage, and I closed the door, and I was, I let out my cackle, and I was like, okay, I'm good. (laughs) And I come and sit down, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm composed. And I hit play and I'm like, okay, I got (laughs) to go back to the garage again. And she's just like this, like, what are you doing? (laughs) I'm like, I'm sorry. It was funny. Oh, good times. Thank you, Jessica. She loved the live show. Thank you for listening live, by the way. And anybody, you guys, come listen to us live. We're here every Friday. They're like, bullshit.
0: Bullshit. (laughs) We know, suckers. We're
1: here when we can. And I'll be doing more shows. I can't wait to do some more Chuck Series Companions. After Shazam is
0: next Friday because of Shazam. After
1: Shazam is a huge hit. Stephen Zachary <laughs> Levi he has some clout. He's going to be bringing Chuck back. I bet you know it's going to happen, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, okay, first of all, Psych came back for a a TV movie, and now they're doing Psych TV movie two. That's all I want from Chuck. Maybe once a year, do a Chuck movie, and it could be on Netflix or whatever. Or that would be so much fun, you know. I know they're not going to come back full-time and do a whole new season or anything, even though that would be awesome, <laughs> but, um, that would be great. But anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for listening and, uh, I'm excited to do some more stuff, you know, and I, I, I can't, shows. we'll give our thoughts on Shazam next. Sure. sure. I don't know a lot about the Here's the confusing thing about Shazam.
0: All I know is from the 70s TV show I used to watch as a kid.
1: And he was Captain Marvel. Do you remember that? Shazam is Captain Marvel. Yeah. And But there's a Captain Marvel for Marvel. By the way, <laughs> I don't think that's a good name, Captain Marvel. It'd be like having Captain DC for DC, sure. isn't it? It's like you're captain of the comic book company. I know that's not the origin, so yeah, I'm just saying
0: it sounds kind of goofy. She's going to take the name of Marvel.
1: Yeah, like the Marvel, I understood that. And I like how uh, Dick Fury's that's like, Marvel. And he's like, no, it's Marvel. He goes, Marvel sounds better or <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah. They'll just call her Carol. It doesn't matter. They don't call Steve, they don't call him Captain America. They call him Steve in the yeah. movie, you know? That's Do you ever go, huh? when you're watching the movie and they go,
0: Steve. No, because I don't go by Steve. Oh, okay. You know At, that. I... In
1: the movie, if they go, Steven, would you go, huh, to the movie? Because <laughs> that'd be weird. Whenever I watch Friday the 13th movie, they're like, it's Jason. I'm like, huh? What? <laughs> somebody <laughs> say something? They're like, no, Jason, it's the movie. And I'm like, oh, huh? I just don't pay attention just very just Jason well. in the movie. Huh? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Who?
0: <laughs> you seem easily distracted just by your <laughs> name,
1: sir. I am. Whenever I hear somebody say my name, I'm like... Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell am I even talking the, about?
0: The guy working with this week, he's he kept calling me Stefan, and because he spelled Jason. my name huh? he spelled my name wrong in the in an email, He spelled with an A N. Stefan. And I hadn't been paying attention all this time. Uh, and one of the guys, this Jason, person, tell me what he keeps he goes he keeps calling you Stefan. I'm like, he does I. I would correct him if I heard it. So uh, yesterday, he called, you know, Stephen, I was like, it, it's Steven, sorry. I, I. And he goes, oh, okay, well, they spell it A-N. Well, yeah, they misspelled it. It's E You know, I'm sorry. I was like, it's no big deal. You know, I was scares like. scares no. me, Jason. <laughs> huh? Huh? <What? laughs> Stefan. So hopefully I've corrected him now.
1: There are a lot. There are some Stevens. They're Steve or they're Stevie even. No. You've never had a desire to be Stevie. No.
0: No, no,
1: no. Hey, Steven, how's it going? Call me Stevie. It's like, <sighs> Steven, how old are you? Why would you go? <laughs> Do you have any nicknames by your family? No. Like, yo, Stevo. No. no, no, nothing no. like that. No. Like, somebody might call me J Bo. No. Or J Bird. Uh uh. Jace.
0: There's no, no. No, no, My buddy Dave will call me Stevo. Yo, Steve-O! I get a Stefanski occasionally.
1: Stefanski? <laughs> yeah. That's a reach.
0: <laughs> what? How is Stefanski? I, I don't
1: know. Nobody yeah. calls you Steve, but they'll call you Stefanski? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: So, so uh, it's Steve-O, mostly, you know. So, yeah, I've got... That's all they would... Yeah, not too many nicknames. Hmm if somebody ever called me steve i would i don't hear it cuz i've never been called just steve it just sounds i'll different. fix this steve and now i can fix
1: it i can make it cool again um yeah that's cool well i'm going to call you stevie from now on how's that no, no. <laughs> Stephen, shing! <laughs>
0: that butter knife. Oh my God, I love it. I need a butter knife that makes that shing noise when I pick it up. What a great story! All right,
1: well, guys, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I can't wait to do we do we do another one, Stephen. I can't talk. Yeah. It's great.
0: Really good stuff.
1: Yes, it is really good stuff. I want to thank you, Stephen, for coming here. Thank you. Uh, I'm like seeing your uh, V8 Interceptor <laughs> up front. It's cool. Last of the V8s. Piece of history. Would have been a shame to blow it up. <laughs> and guys, I hope you're back with us soon. Uh, I've got nothing else. I want to binge Hannah that show on uh-huh. Amazon uh-huh. based on the... I've never seen the film.
0: I've seen the film. Is it good? Yeah, I man, it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. It's fine.
1: Hopefully, the series is better. It's got Joel Kinnaman in it. Uh, super sexy RoboCop. <laughs> we watched that movie. Uh, what was that called? The The Altered Carbon. Oh yeah. yeah. Did you ever watch that?
0: I tried. He's. And then uh, we're watching it, and it's just like I either I couldn't pay it close enough attention. Yeah, or
1: you something. gotta. You gotta just focus on it like no like, distractions
0: like, Okay. And, and I went a long time between trying to start it up again and I was like
1: mm-hmm. yeah you gotta just start over <laughs> yeah. well Joel Kinnaman is naked through a lot of it and you, if you ask my wife hey what did you think of that she's like it's really good series <laughs> I'm like oh okay and I was like hey Joel Kinnaman's in that movie that show Hannah on Amazon she's like what let's watch it and I'm like oh okay I <laughs> no. won't be
0: naked in it it's like yeah yeah
1: well he might take a shower he might get real dirty you need to take a shower in one episode i'm like okay uh-huh. there's
0: a young girl but no yeah 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 It'd be creepy,
1: yeah unless you know he separate scene she's on another part of the country <laughs> he just happens to be hot and he you know he's been working on the car he's all grimy he's got to take a shower you know it's you, you gotta show it because you got to know what he's doing you're like, hey, where's this character? He's in the shower. Well, we got to see it. Prove it. Sit and then they the show <laughs> They sit on the can. Oh, we don't want to no. see this. <laughs> well, you guys wanted to see what he was doing. It's like, no, cut away, cut away.
0: Only if he's in the shower.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay, Steven. That's it.
0: Is that it for real this time? Way to go, Steve. That's good stuff.
1: Yes, it is. All right, everybody. Thank you guys <laughs> for listening to the show. We'll see you. In- oh wait, wait, what are you guys waiting for? Get out there, watch some new shows and stream some stuff, and uh, watch some movies, Twilight Zone, and watch some zombie movies with cool blade sounds.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, that was so good. <laughs> And we'll see you next time! Later, Steven!
0: Later! Is that a katana or a butter knife? It's hard to tell. Now, this is
1: podcasting!